Welcome to Roof to Curb, your podcast that is the foodie for the home, presented by Custom One. Custom One, we're talking all things homes, renovation, landscape, and exteriors today. Uh, brought to you by Pull Tab Sports, best podcast producer in this market. So thank you, John King and Tom Garrity. We've got uh, a fun one today. We're going outside. It. Uh, we figured with the weather the way it is at uh, 50, 55 degrees in January and golf courses open in December in January, uh, why not talk landscaping? So we've got Cindy Olson with Gertens and the Wholesale Department and John Carlson, Hardscape Sales Manager with us. So welcome. Thanks, Thanks. for coming out to Roof Thank the you. Curb. Thanks for having us. Ladies first, Cindy, you want to give us a little background on uh, who Cindy Olson is? Yeah, thanks, Todd. Um, Cindy Olson, been in the industry for 20 years now. Uh, Started as a foreman in the field for a landscape company in Invergrove. Became a project manager for seven years after that, and then um, started selling concrete, of all things, in 2014. So uh, from concrete, I've worked for two manufacturers locally, uh, Anchor Block, Bellegarde, and uh, most recently County Materials in Wisconsin, and came to Gertens a year ago. So doing uh, outside sales for Gertens and focused primarily on hardscapes. Great. And Cindy Olson is our uh, our key account manager, if you will, yes. for uh, Custom One Landscaping. Mm-hmm. So uh, we've been working with Cindy in the last couple of years here and uh, been doing a great job and enjoying the partnership. So Love it. Mm-hmm. welcome to Roof to Curb. Thank you. The veteran, John Carlson. How are we doing? Good. How are you? Good. Thanks. Uh, yeah, I guess I started with Gertens uh, coming up on 25 years ago. Uh, Mother's Day of 1999. I was a 17-year-old carryout in front of the store. Uh, worked my summers through college and uh, kind of stayed on after that. Worked in the brickyard for a long time pulling orders and then got pulled into the business office uh, probably about 20 years ago. 20 years ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you've seen uh, a, a, a wonderful place of Gertens and Invergrove Heights uh, change a little bit and grow and seems like they just keep adding services and things that they can provide to consumers there. Uh, yeah, they are on their fourth generation of uh, family members. Uh, they started in 1920 as a, a vegetable truck, and uh, things have gone up from there. How long in uh, the current location? Uh, the entire time, since 1928, I believe, was okay. the yeah. first year they started. Yeah, So they actually, like the Mississippi River, came in around them. Yeah, it's essentially, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, nice. the, we're the largest largest garden center independently owned in the u.s yeah that's impressive that's big Mm -hmm. large say it again yeah largest garden center that's independently owned in in the the country in the united states Mm -hmm. wow there's there's gotta be a couple garden centers in the united states there's a there's a couple yeah (laughs) yeah Yeah. mom and pop but that's amazing we they call us what is it the disneyland the disneyland of garden centers Mm -hmm. yeah well it feels like that right when you walk in and you got carts and people running around buzzing around helping people and every time i go to girton's uh i always feel like the customer service is hard to beat incredible it's it's top notch. i Mm -hmm. really think that so um let's talk about just offerings so people go to girton's i see them pulling hostas out of there we see some trees we see some hardscapes um cindy if you want to start like what what's the ray of of offerings of just like maybe from a planting standpoint right well why would why would i go to girton's well girton's is the grower right the our motto it's only natural to buy from the grower um our our footprint in invergrove heights is about 100 acres and then we have three different locations on the east side of the metro that we 
grow perennials, shrubs, trees. Um, and then, of course, we buy in a lot of product as well from the West Coast and other growers. Um, so as far as offer- offerings, it's anything plants, anything, you know, herb, anything from vegetable, edibles to perennial gardens, shrubs, exotic evergreens. And then we transition over into the hardscape side, which is natural stone and concrete. Um, but then we've got plenty of stuff for the home, patio furniture, uh, great gift shop. Just, uh, yeah, good yeah. Christmas business, Christmas. even in December. And that's yeah. a big one. Yeah, Christmas I shouldn't lights. even say December. It's October or <laughs> December yeah. at this point. Yeah. It starts after 4th of July. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like every year gets earlier and earlier. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, just start in January. <laughs> Roof to Curb podcast sponsored by Duke Cannons. Don't trust your mutton chops and mustaches to just any brand. Duke Cannon Supply Company makes hardworking grooming products for hardworking guys, and their products will help you keep your facial hair in championship form. From their beard wash and balms to beard oil, they have your back and your face covered. Duke Cannon, work harder, smell better. Stock up on DukeCannon.com and use Beard10 for 10% off your next order. Duke Cannon is an official partner of the Minnesota Wild. How about you, John? Like what hardscape stuff? You guys, you know, what 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 is hardscapes? When we say softscapes, hardscapes in the landscaping world, define hardscapes to me. Uh, I guess from our perspective, what we are providing for anybody looking that has hardscapes needs, we have natural stone. Uh, we deal with four major concrete vendors, uh, Belgard County, uh, Rochester Concrete and Borgert. Um, all four of those are located uh, probably within 50 miles of us. Yeah, so local. when you say concrete, we're not we're not talking like three inch, four inch flat concrete. Not poured concrete. Not no. poured concrete. Right. Correct. We're, we're yep. talking. So we'd be looking at interlocking pavers, uh, concrete retaining wall, yep. um, and then natural stone uh, to fit those categories as well. Natural stone mm-hmm. pavers, natural stone wall, outcropping, boulders. Uh, if you, you can, name it. If you need it for your backyard, we have it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if you if you guys don't have it, so I see some picture and it's uh, a patio in Arizona, for instance, mm-hmm. or California or yes. Florida or somewhere warm climate. And I bring that into you and go, hey, I, I want this. And you're like, well, we don't stock that, but. But we can but, find it. Yeah, we've got And a, or, yeah, we do. Obviously, education is a big piece of us. Yeah. And with Pinterest and every other, how is everything, customers are all the time. I want this look. I want this. Yeah. We can probably get you that look just okay. with plants that are for the zone, right? We're zone 4A for anyone um, plant-wise. That's the plants that grow in this region so sure you don't want to plant the plants that are growing in arizona um yeah if you do you got to bring them inside in the winter yeah it's probably hard to keep a plant from key west florida (laughs) going in minnesota although i have a lemon tree that i bring inside every year okay pretty incredible keep it going you know to piggyback on that a lot of people don't realize that that's true of a lot of natural stone as well Uh, a product from the desert southwest say may not have the density to hold up around here so it's pretty obvious with plants uh, to a lot of people, but that is true of natural stone as well. And something sure. you need to keep in mind. Yeah. And you get snow and ice and, you know, all the climate conditions we yep. get in Minnesota, you don't mm-hmm. get those in, in other places. And that right. definitely makes it the challenge and why you want to work with a professional that understands that so that, Absolutely. you know, you're not like, well, I saw this and we put it in there and they get no rain, all sun, dry, right. no humidity, all these different things. There's right? literally pavers in Florida that are made out of seashells, right? Sure. Yeah. And they're beautiful and they're amazing and super unique. They will not last one winter here. So no. yeah, there's no frost. Things in the ground we can't there have. Yeah. Right. <laughs> all that fun stuff. Um, let's talk about why Gertens. Like you, you guys, so you guys have a, a direct to consumer business and then you have a huge trade business, right? You do with a ton of professionals, a ton of installers, um, a ton of people that do snow plowing, a ton of people that do 
uh, yard maintenance, right? And I don't know all the clients that you have, but those are some that I think you have, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe just talk about how diverse of offerings of who, who do you guys work with and why is it important that the consumer would work with somebody that would buy product through Gertens versus um, maybe a smaller shop or somebody that doesn't have the offerings or maybe the level of service and transportation type things that you guys have. So, uh, yeah, I'll start if you don't mind. Um, one thing I, I always try to hammer with people specifically on the hardscape side of things is our sales team. Uh, we have a five person sales team right now. Um, we are probably close to a hundred years of experience between those five people in this industry. And of that, uh, 60 of that has been, uh, at Gertens. So I think we have a sales team that definitely knows our customer and knows our product offerings. Um, and given that we are, you know, a greenhouse as well as a hardscape supplier, uh, one benefit that we have is our fleet offerings. Uh, we have our own flatbeds, our own end dump semis. We have multiple curtain sides. Each of them fit with uh, forklifts so we can get plants and hardscapes on the same delivery. Yeah. So maybe, John, if where that would be important is, uh, you know, we order, your installer orders 120 plants or three pallets of product and they are short. Right. Yep. You, you guys, they just order it from you at that point. And they're like, well, when can we get it? And they're like, well, we don't have vehicles. So when can you come get it? They're like, well, I don't have a vehicle to transport product like that. You guys would be like, hey, don't worry about it. We have transportations. We can get it out to you today or tomorrow. Or yep. instead of waiting weeks and weeks and weeks and having your yard torn up and missing the graduation party or the right. you know Father's Day <laughs> celebration. Right. <laughs> Yeah, that uh, that fleet is a big deal for us. And then obviously, when your vendors are scattered throughout the metro, we have trucks anywhere all the time, uh, getting somebody to stop and pick up a pallet if needed that we're short or drop something out or run something out to you is uh, not a problem for us at all. And the yeah. ability to, to ship multiple the hardscapes and the green goods at yes. the same time, right? Yeah. Like your project usually is not just concrete or just plants. There's, there's a mix of both. Yeah, so to and be coverings. Able, and co- right. Yeah, exactly. So to be yeah. able to ship both of those and everything in one, it's that's a one-stop shop for a, for yeah. a wholesale yeah. con- contractor. Yeah, no, that's great. Um, you know, professional trades, again, using Gertens, full-service shop, plenty of offerings in the in the yard and on location, over 100 acres of, of growing and uh, servicing. So um, let's talk about, you know, we, we talked about climate and change and um you know, we're in, we're in February with a 55 <laughs> degree day, which is, I don't know if we're going to be able to say that in, another, in our lifetime again, but um, spring and fall strategy. So if I'm, if I'm the consumer again, and uh, what, what should I be thinking about coming up and besides the birds and the squirrels and the <laughs> trees are confused, but you know, what, what do right. I, what would I be telling, you know, my parents right now to take care of their yard for the spring and prep and what, what should we be doing today? If Absolutely. Anything? Well, I think one thing that's really important is if you are going to have any work done, um, now's a great time to contact a landscape contractor because in theory, they're slower, right? The ground's a little bit frozen, so they can't go to work. Um, so by contacting or contacting a landscape contractor, you can start the process to start planning for your backyard, mm-hmm. um, which people don't always understand that it takes two or three months sometimes to get a design and bidding and products selected. So, um, and it's nice right now where, you know, everything's open. Yeah. And you can see see it, it, right. right? You can go out and measure, you know, take site measurements. Um, so yeah, I think that's a, that's a smart thing to do right now. A lot of people call in April and have a grad party the end of May and think they can (laughs) get a patio and a pool and a pergola and deck in. And it's like, guys, yeah. So, 
Um, now's a great time to start doing that. Um, there's honestly, because the, we don't, don't have any snow, there's, there's people mulching and mulching mm-hmm. right now is perfectly fine to do. Um, it springs a great time to start doing that. So we've literally started bringing in loads of mulch and contractors are picking it up. So. And that's probably earlier than you typically Far would, Far right? earlier. I mean, I don't, yeah. Contractors haven't been mulching in February since. Yeah. I don't. We'd normally be selling salt at this point, <laughs> yes. but uh, yep. not yep. the case this year. We do yeah. have Shovels. Salt. Yeah. yeah, right. <laughs> Snowblowers maybe. Cool. How about, uh, so so Cindy, what I'm hearing is contact your, your landscape desires and mm-hmm. get your contact design her. going and get on their books now so that you're not caught, uh, you know, trying to get it yeah. in in October or November, right? Exactly. How about uh, how about for the fall? You know, what what should I do? Is there projects I can do? Is there something I should be doing with my my yard? And is there a good time in the fall to do certain types of projects? Absolutely. Yeah, I think um, one nice thing to extend a season for a contractor uh, boulder wall work is always something that can be done. Uh, you're not you're not looking for a lot of base material there, or you can at least base and prep, and then leave the wall work for yourself uh, when the weather kind of turns. Uh, I would say that that's a big key for a lot of guys is doing walls later in the year because you got a lot more flexibility uh, with the free saw cycle cycles. You mm-hmm. might not uh, be looking <clears throat> to do a paver patio. Uh, it's tough to get a good base, so. Yeah. Late in the year, walls are where to go. Mm-hmm. One thing for the homeowner, um, I f- forgot to mention, our, we have a whole turf division, right? Mm-hmm. So oh. fall is a great time, obviously, to aerate. And then there's um, fertilizing that goes down before winter. Yeah. So that is also a whole nother, we could do a whole nother talk on turf. Yeah, there's, uh, <laughs> it seems like there's some a lot of changes in technologies yes. with what's going on in turf, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just always sod or just throwing some seed down. You want to talk no, a little bit about that, a, I mean, there's so many different options now um, when it comes to like, low mow grasses, no mow grasses, yeah. uh, native grasses. Um, people are getting away from um, the high maintenance. Kentucky you know, bluegrass Kentucky is kind of going away. Yeah, right? a, a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Right. For the for the right client. I mean, some people want to mow their lawn. If you're retired and have nothing else to do, yes, mowing your lawn twice a week is perfect, right? But for, I would say, 80% of the population, mowing once, maybe every other week is great. So we have a lot of... Um, a lot of different seed blends. JRK is another Gertens brand of seed blends that we sell that are f- for a variety of different yards based on your shade, based on your soil conditions. Again, we should probably get some turf experts in here, but honestly, it's um there's a whole there's a whole other variety of options that we can sell. For what that. do you think the impact of Caddyshack and Bill Murray <laughs> has had on sod with Kentucky bluegrass? You know, I think the gophers probably had more of an impact on the bluegrass. The little dancing the, gopher. Yeah, the dancing gopher, yeah. Big gobs of greasy grind egg over guts. No, yeah. I'm <laughs> Johnny. Johnny. I, I gotta be honest, I've never seen it. You what? gotta be kidding no. me. Sorry. You're in the green industry and you've never seen Caddyshack? Nope. John, I'll give you ten dollars if you watch Caddyshack by Sunday. Oh <laughs> Done. Can yeah, you, I like can it. Can we pull it up right now? I'll give you my Venmo. <laughs> We're waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. You gotta see it. Right? Yeah. <laughs> I'll check it out. Yeah, you're missing you're missing USA culture, I think. Oh, that is <laughs> no that, that's historic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you'll, uh-huh. you'll enjoy. Have have a couple of drinks in you if you watch it because <laughs> that we can uh, do. Yeah, I don't know if you want I don't know if you want to watch it sober. But, okay. No. Um definitely good. So there's a line in there, Kentucky Bluegrass and uh Bill Murray's a caddy at this okay. private golf course, right? That yep. Roddy Dangerfield's a member at. Yep. Yep. And Ted Knight and some other guys. But I can't believe you've um, never seen that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I'm familiar with it. I guess I've just never actually yeah, you're a big in, Lebowski so. guy, aren't you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh. Did okay. Lebowski have any impact on Sod? <laughs> Not that I recall. 
See? No, I don't so, think so. No, you got to watch it. Yeah, yeah. So, side tangent, but that <laughs> right. So, uh, good, good spring, good fall strategy. Um, let's talk about trees and plants from Minnesota weather. We talked about we can't be putting lemon trees from Key West uh, in, <laughs> no. in the ground in February. But um, any other, you know, trees, plants that are really conducive for Minnesota. So, if I was doing the landscaping package at my home, you know, what are some products that are like, hey, these are these are bona fide hardy hardy products that I should be using, like can't miss in Minnesota. What would you say, Cindy? Oh my gosh. There's there's right. quite a few. I always start with a hosta. Yeah. Just so you know. Good hosta. You can't yeah. go wrong with a good hosta. Um obviously hostas, perennials, those are plants that come up every year, right? People confuse those all the time. Annuals, perennials, so I have to plant every year. Perennials, definitely the way to go. Generally more low maintenance, but you do have to um, deal with them in the spring and the fall. Um, as far as perennial hostas, daylilies, there's a lot of um, native grasses that have been grown to just stay in clump form. You, you, They can't die. They won't die. Yeah. The Carl Forrest. Are you guys starting Shenandoah. to sell more of that? Is Absolutely. It, the native grasses are starting to get some more traction as well, right? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. Um, and they've come a long way with, you know, making sure they don't spread and making sure, you know, they just, they look good. They stand upright all winter. So there's winter interest in your landscape. Uh, those are great. And then as far as shrubs, um, obviously there's, you know, the barberry, the winterberry. There's just some... Fast growing. Fast growing. Fill up some spaces yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Easy, yeah. low maintenance, things you don't have to touch. So. Yeah, the dogwood. Love a good dogwood. Yeah, the dogwood always blows up, and you're like, it's the size of a tree. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And they're coming out. There's a, a, a ton of new um, hydrangeas out too that are, you know, grow made to grow so that they don't bend over in the sun and they, yeah. they stay a little more compact. And how, how um, important, like, so you you walk through a place like Gertens and you see all these little tags on the shrubs, right? And it's the maintenance and like, hey, plant this in uh, good soil. Plant this uh, half sun, half shade. How important is that tag in Minnesota climate? I think this to follow it. the sunshade piece is really important. Um, yeah. Will it grow in the shade? Yes. Will it grow in the sun? Absolutely. Will it? But where will it thrive? That's where you really have to look for it. So um, optimal performance. Optimal follow performance. The tag. Follow the tag. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Yeah. John, let's go back to hardscapes. Um, drive around town. We see a lot of homes. We see a lot of renovation projects. Um, and everyone's kind of like, should I use a boulder here? Should I use a block here? What size block? What shape? Mm -hmm. Does that matter? Uh, you know, it, to be honest, it can in certain applications, I guess. But for the most part, it would just be a, a matter of personal preference, I guess. Uh, Design aesthetic. Yeah, we've seen a lot the last couple of years of clean, contemporary looks. Uh, things that are more like smooth textured, uh, kind of going towards the grays the last handful of years. Some blues, maybe. Yeah. Gray blues. Yeah. Um, I've been along around been around long enough to know that those things are kind of cyclical um you know we get we're getting the clean lines like i said right now we've mm -hmm. been tumbled was a big thing in the past uh you know browns were a big thing in the past more than likely we're going to get back to that at some point too i feel like um, golf courses got uh raised on tumbled blocks yes yeah right. you see a lot of tumbled material on <laughs> golf courses yeah um but yeah that that's kind of where we're at now is the contemporary clean lines um larger kind of scope of uh, slabs, we might call it, instead of a smaller paver, um, mm -hmm. you know, things that are getting over two feet. Uh, what are the biggest blocks? Like I've seen small blocks, five pounds, 30 pounds, 90 pounds, but how, how big is a big block? Well, if you're talking block in terms like a, a retaining a wall, yeah. um, if you're talking concrete and I guess like an everyday application, you're, an eight inch block is typically what you'd see in like a commercial application. 
Uh, but from there, I mean, you can go up to manufacturers that are making blocks that are eight square feet, you know, a two what, by four. Yeah, what does something four. like that weigh? Uh, you're probably about a ton and a half on a two by four like that. 3,000 um, pounds. Yep. Yep. So, yep. So you're setting that with a, a grapple typically or yep. a skid loader or something along yeah. those lines. You're not. That's, uh, a, that's a little different art form than yeah. uh, me and you carrying a wheelbarrow blocks right. around right, right. Not, uh, a, not a diy yeah project. you're probably no. gonna want to for <laughs> no. that you're probably gonna want to stick to the six inch blocks. <laughs> yeah yeah a lot of uh so we get to those those bigger blocks and uh a lot of engineering involved yeah I, I don't know if people truly understand that like we you know johnny just doesn't come out with his equipment and blocks right. and then start throwing stuff around right yeah typically something like that you would need engineered and each city would have different uh expectations i guess requirements but, yeah, yeah. A general yeah. rule of thumb is anything over four feet yep requires engineered for a wall right? yeah exactly yep. and then you can have to step it back or tear it or exactly you know, whatever right. you want to do but um what what capabilities or maybe what what have you guys seen in the, the local market on a residential platform when it comes to walls? Like, what's the max height you've seen? Oh, my gosh. Oh, boy. I guess I've seen some, you know, some you really see crazy some of those, stuff. Some people in the backyard that want to pool and have to do some pretty intense engineering to make that work. Um, I mean, yeah, with, with step backs and such, I, on residential, maybe 15 feet. Um, yeah. 12, yeah. 12, 15. I, think I built a, a 14-foot yeah, there you go. Tall, tall wall on a right next to a driveway at Lake of the Isles. Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's possible, Had right? Had to go vertical, yeah. tight space. Yes, and very lots, tight. Right? I think there was maybe three or four feet behind the wall. Um, so yeah, so there, that was that required a ton of special engineering, right? Usually yeah. there's geogrid behind the wall. Um, this required what's geogrid? Geogrid. Yeah. Don't know what that is. Okay. Yeah. So picture can picture snow fence, orange snow fence. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, geogrid is similar looking. Um, however, it's made out of a synthetic material that um, is laid then horizontally in, mm -hmm. in between each block, um, in between each, I'm sorry, in between each course. And what that does is as you lay the geogrid back into the hillside and then bring the soil, the clear rock behind the wall, um, it stabilizes the soil behind the retaining wall. Yeah. So as the earth moves, right, the number one killer of retaining walls is water. Sure. There's constant water's water movement. Water's got to filter through. And so that geogrid, once the um, once it's laid behind the wall, um, it helps stabilize that soil. I think that's a great point from a uh, standpoint, John, I'm sure you guys deal with this all the time. The, the novice or uh, the DIY comes in and says, I don't know, I, I bought these blocks and I used them and I built it and my, my walls level and I put in a good base and I did all these things I saw on YouTube, right? Except for my walls falling apart on me. They never thought of water mitigation, right? Yep. So, so uh, how often does that happen where they're like, water mitigation what do you mean like it rains and it's it's not going to do anything what yeah uh, it's, it's going to be a problem on every wall so it's something that people need to take into consideration i guess uh, for the most part when when talking with retail customers the scope of a wall that they're doing on their own probably isn't going to be one that that's going to be much of a problem um but that is something that our contractors are dealing with all day long yeah, weep holes um, and drain tile and yep drain know, what, tile what and, bases and soils do i use right yep that's you, a, i can't just throw whatever product behind a wall absolutely yeah mm -hmm. there is a, a learning curve for uh you can kind of tell the guys that know what they're doing uh those that have been around a while and then the guys that are trying to maybe cut some corners or maybe haven't had the experience of cost going back and fixing things that soil costs x this soil costs y y right. is cheaper i'll just buy some more y right right, right. uh so yeah that is it's why is bad all something to be taken into account uh you know how you're going to properly backfill with clear material and that sort of thing cool 
um, yeah, there, there's more complexity than, uh, like I said, green side up and throwing some plants in and a couple <laughs> right. blocks around it where we got a landscaping product, project done. Um, any other trends that you guys are seeing, especially, you know, you talked about, John, the modern contemporary look of hardscapes. Um, definitely we're seeing that cleaner lines. Uh, pavers and patios have changed, I feel like, immensely compared to like cobblestone or brick. And now it's gone into just some crazy different colors and shapes and sizes. But you want to speak on like maybe some trends that you're seeing in the last couple of years and then even moving forward, like what what do you see coming? Yeah. You know, where, where does the technology stop? Right. I would say the biggest trend that I've seen or that stands out to me right now would be just this, the size of the pavers, the two by the fours that we're getting in terms of even, um, even yeah. porcelain. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Big scope is kind of the way things are going. Large um, format. Yeah, and as far as technology goes, uh, some things that have come around uh, tool-wise, like uh, vacuum packs uh, for install purposes, uh, and it's exactly what it sounds like, a couple of guys on each end of a, a vacuum, and you're able to pick up those slabs uh, and set them. It saves you a lot of labor in terms of wear and tear on your guys, but it also saves, saves a lot of time in terms of setting that paver. Precise activity. Yeah, you're able yeah. to get that paver in the right spot without maybe... Uh, impacting your base in a negative way by right. walking around on it. And that what sort are of some thing. of those things weigh? Uh, some of the the bigger slabs like that are probably like 100, 110, yeah. So yeah. They're, about, they're about getting big. Way. Be yeah. moving those around all day for real uh, sun's right. out, guns out, right? Right, yeah. yeah. And we we rent a lot of that type of equipment, uh, those type of tools that'll help you in that type of stuff, the backs and paver setters and that sort of thing. Yeah, you know, it's, it's crazy to watch uh, just how that all works. You know, even watching a, a large-scale patio be installed by professionals that are really good at it mm -hmm. it's it's pretty fun it actually installs really fast i think yeah. that's yeah. what people you know maybe some of the it's old more school the prep right i mean it's, it's the prep yeah the prep's, the prep's essential yeah. yeah prep it's essentially should be the same whether you're doing the small cobble or mm -hmm. large scale um but i think one thing contractors don't some contractors don't know is you know cobble you have to touch every piece three times before you lay it right whereas these large scale pieces one guy or gal can grab it lay it down and then they're on to the next one so as far as installing it's it's almost twice as fast to install yeah. large scale pavers versus small scale cobble. I'm just amazed at some of the products that are coming out and have been out recently. And they're gorgeous. I mean, they're unbelievably gorgeous. Yeah. And John mentioned porcelain. And I yeah. think that's this is that's new, newish to this market. We've seen it in other markets take off. Denver's a big uh, porcelain market. But um, one of the local manufacturers, um, RCP, Rochester, mm. uh, they manufactured down in Rochester, Minnesota, and then obviously in Jordan. Uh, Minnesota, they're coming out with a new product this year. It's called Geoceramica, and um, it's where a piece of porcelain is attached to concrete underneath. And so what that does is it gives, Fun. you know, the the product a ton of stability. Um, it's a beautiful product. I mean, porcelain's amazing. And mm -hmm. some people think, oh, I can't put porcelain outside. No, you absolutely can. Yeah. Uh, it, it has texture. Um, it passes all the slip coefficients. So porcelain outside is awesome. You can use it inside in your sunroom and then carry it right outside into your patio. So yeah. doesn't scratch, can't does fade. Doesn't scratch, can't yeah. fade. I think that's probably people's general concern. Porcelain's going to scratch, right? Yep. Like, that's probably, nope, not nope. a thing. Like, yeah. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. No, I think you're good. Uh, big uh, application on uh, rooftops too. Like porcelain mm -hmm. is kind yeah. of the way to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's crazy. People think, you know, heavy asphalt, right? Roof to Curb is sponsored by Will Anderson Insurance. I want you to try a quick exercise for me. Think of your insurance person. Okay. Can you picture them? It's probably some person from high school or the old neighborhood that you no longer keep in touch with. Insurance is too important for the status quo. Isn't it time you switch to one of the best? Will Anderson can help you with all of your home, auto, and commercial insurance needs. 
He'll give you a fair solution. He'll be there to pick up the phone when you need him most, and he'll explain a complicated business like he's reading a children's book. Reach out to Will Anderson, and we bet you he'll save money too. Call or text Will for a quote at 612-361-7283 or visit willandersonagency.com. So a lot of softscapes, a lot of hardscapes, uh, walls, pavers, but I think and you guys correct me if you're wrong, if, you, if you've seen correct, the yeah. same trend. <laughs> Good, because I, I, need, I need a lot of that. I'm <laughs> um, Since COVID, it feels like people are spending more time at their home, right? And when they do that, they want to enjoy the outdoor spaces. Minnesota, typically not a long summer season, but when it is summer and fall, it's a beautiful place to be. Mm-hmm. They actually say there's more pools per capita, here, per capita here in Minnesota than any place else in the country. Explain that one. I don't know. Right? If, I haven't fact-checked that, but I... I've I've heard that and well, I, a lot of surprise posts, me. right? Right. And back to the COVID thing. Right. People started bringing all their facilities in into their home and in their residence, yeah. right? Pools mm-hmm. and sport courts and you know outdoor work areas. Kitchens. Yeah, all those yeah. kind of things, the right? Outdoor living room. So mm-hmm. let's let's keep going down that path of what are we seeing with water, fire, kitchens, lighting, sound. Oh my gosh. You know, what what are you guys seeing as far as maybe a trend and you know, maybe from mild to wild of like people put a, pa- a paver in so they can hang out. Cool. Uh, but what are you seeing around those spaces? You know, back to maybe the, the Disney world of curtains, right? What's <laughs> yeah. the Disney world, world and backyards that you're yeah. seeing? And what are you seeing some fun installers do? Well, I think that obviously the big thing is the outdoor room, right? Like how do you carry your inside outside? Um, fire features are huge, whether it's in ground or portable, right? We, you can, mm-hmm. contractors are installing, Tables, um, tables, pits. pits, all of those. Um, and then water features, probably not as popular just because they're a lot more maintenance. Yeah, a lot of maintenance. A lot of maintenance. People yeah. think, oh, yeah, that'd be great. But it's. But again, like fire yeah. tables and pits, water has standalone products, right? In, yes, absolutely. Um, Gerns has a lot of um, pondless waterfalls, yeah. right? That yeah. you can just install, you plug inside in. inside next to the lemon tree. So th- there you right, go. Right? Yeah, exactly. You're good. Yeah. You got your bubbler and your lemon tree right next to each yeah. other. Yeah. What, uh, maybe like price ranges of some of those, the independent water features, what, is that a hundred bucks? Is it $6,000? Yeah, those are going to go, and those are going to range anywhere from, I would say, maybe starting at six, $700 all the way up to, I mean, there's, you can go crazy, right? $3,000, yeah. $4,000. So and the part of that too, is it's a lot of the components. And then after that, it's up to you, uh, how you're going to, what stones you're going to put next to it, what plants right. you're going to put next to it. But yeah, the components are, yeah. are pretty mm-hmm. minimal when you look at something like that. You're mm-hmm. probably going to set a few hundred bucks on getting a small kit. We've, uh, we've had a lot of requests lately of people wanting to dig ponds, right? On really? acreage, acreage roll facilities where they're like, Hey, we want a, a larger pond, right? Not a pool, but maybe a pond. And we're digging out ponds. It's it's kind of a crazy, but it, it, it creates a pool, right? Right. Um, and then, you know, landscaping and facility that goes around that. Maybe there's a fire pit. Maybe there's, you know, some other facilities there, patios and things like that. But, mm-hmm. you know, larger scale, more expensive projects, but um, kind of fun too. That's incredible. You know? Yeah, pools yeah. have come a long way, right? I mean, like, oh. I mean... The chlorine is not a thing anymore, right? We're doing salt water. We're doing UV, yeah. right? There's yeah. UV pools. Um, yeah, awesome technology. Yeah, so it's I think it's fun to see and, and see the uh, people get inspired traveling, right? Whether they're going overseas or they're going to Florida or California, and then they see some facilities that they like, and then they're like, hey, how do I bring some of that back, mm-hmm. right? We all go to some hotel or resort mm-hmm. or destination that we're like, boy, if I could just have a little piece of that every day, 
you know, in my life, I think I'd be in a better spot. Right. Mm, absolutely. Um, so it's kind of fun to see, but, um, anything else with, uh, down the lightings and sounds and, you know, fire and water on outdoor spaces or even kitchens. Lighting is one thing that homeowners probably easily overlook. Um, if they're going to do a DIY project, it may, might not be on their radar, but if you're going to hire a contractor, um, lighting is huge, right? It, it gets dark at what, four o'clock here in the winter. Um, so if you're gonna spend all this money in your, on your backyard, why mm -hmm. not be able to see it from the inside? So, yeah. um, we like to encourage contractors to, um, get demo kits and mm -hmm. bring them out to their homeowner's home install. Once they're done with their project, set the demo kit up, leave it on for the homeowner over the weekend, see if they even notice it, right? Maybe not even tell sure. them and then come back and be like, Oh, Hey, did you like, you know, there's undercap lights, there's um, pathway lights, there's, you know, up lights for trees. Um, all of those options are are great, and once Huge. homeowners see it, they usually don't want you to turn the lights off. Mm -mm. So, well, and, and once they do see it, and then you pull it away, and it's all yeah. dark. They're oh, like, wait. wait a minute, come back. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I think the light install too has simplified over the last five or ten years in terms of the yes. technology behind it. For sure. That, uh, to it's install all, some lights is not that much of an add-on at this point. It's no. not. It's all controlled by your phone, Bluetooth. Right. Yep. It's all low voltage. So uh -huh. yeah, there's a lot of great options. I, I'm a huge fan of, of lighting and audio in those outdoor spaces. I, water, it's nice, but I, I think that audio and, vid, or audio and lighting, especially throughout scenery, you know, changing, sun's Season, going down, yeah. sun's coming up, whatever it might be, is, uh, you know, it just creates a different environment for sure. Um, all right, let's switch hats to uh, maybe a new construction or a renovation project. And I'm getting ready to build a new home, and I'm going to spend a million dollars on a home, right? Uh, do I get a, a seven thousand dollar landscaping package? What do you guys recommend? That's what do, get what you, do what, you two see? Two trees and three shrubs yeah. for seven grand. Yeah. How, yeah. how do I how do I protect my value? Right, like I'm not into putting a foot of rock around the house, right? <laughs> a little maintenance like, strip. But what what do you guys typically see? What would you what would you recommend? Like, hey, if you're going to go down this new construction process, really to protect your investment that you just spent a million dollars on, how do I beautify it? with uh, landscaping and what, what do you recommend from a budget standpoint? Budget wise, it's usually on average, they say 10% of your home cost should then be your landscape. Okay. Um, if you're on hillside and need retaining walls, you might want to bump that to 15 because walls are expensive. But mm -hmm. um, but yeah, 10% is probably a, a good starting point, to be honest. Mm -hmm. And then there's also proportion, right? If you're building a million dollar home, a $2 million home, you you need a landscape around it that looks like, you know, that's proportionate to it. So you can't just do, like you said, the maintenance strip of two feet around. <laughs> right. Pebble rock and yeah. we're good. Right. Right. I'll <laughs> we'll put a tree in there at some point. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. you got we any could, recommendation, John? A lot of times the uh, HOAs will tell you what you have to spend as sure. far as a percentage of a purchase price. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh yeah, we're, in, we're involved in a development down in uh credit river acreage lots. Uh, there's, there's four builders down there and, um, we put in the HOA, it has to be a $75,000 minimum package. Yeah. Okay. But it's all concrete driveways and 75,000, even 75,000 goes on an acreage goes lot. Very goes quick. pretty quick. Yeah. You get uh -huh. $40,000 $40, in sod, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's incredible. It doesn't take much. Right. Mm -hmm. So, but you know, that was put in to try to help, you know, protect the, mm -hmm. the home values. That's what they say. Landscape sell homes. Homes are yeah. great. Right. Without but a doubt. It, I mean, especially some outdoor apples, features apples. and, mm -hmm. you know, um, some of these these outdoor fire pits and fireplaces and um, pizza ovens. You know, we haven't really talked or about pizza, pizza ovens, ovens, but you know, watching these ovens and they become these focal entertaining spaces for kids and adults, and it's just kind of a fun fun time, right? Especially if you had a pool going or a hot tub, and 
you know, you got the pizza going and burning those things every two minutes and it can be pretty yeah. fun. A lot of our manufacturers actually sell kits uh, for that type of stuff as well. It's kind of simplified it for the do-it-yourselfer, yeah. uh, but for the landscaper as well. I mean, if you can get a fireplace that comes in two or three pieces versus having to uh, put it together block by block, uh, you're walking away from that job site that much quicker. And the more module and, uh, systems. Right, and, yeah, right. Yeah, it's it's crazy the evolution of, of where it's gone, right? Right. But I, I think it's great. It's just more flexible, more, more things going on. Um, we talked a little bit about Gertens and how involved they've become over the maybe the decades of Christmas and, and winter and lights and uh, furnishings and trees. You know, I, I always love buying Christmas trees, fake Christmas trees from Gertens. Mm-hmm. I think one of the best suppliers in the state of Minnesota is definitely Gertens for, for a wide variety of price points and trees and, and heights and all that fun stuff. But Let's just talk about uh, the the Christmas village that Gertens has become. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, if if you've been out to our location out there, there's a large greenhouse, uh, the large retail store uh, that is completely converted to Christmas come, I guess, November 1, probably yeah. as soon as we put the Halloween stuff away <laughs> uh, and probably even before that. But, July uh, 4th, John. Yeah. July 4th. Right. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, there is. A, it, uh, if you walk in the store down there, uh, there are a ton of artificial tree options for you. Um, plenty of rows of lights we have our own brand of lights uh Tons real of trees even out front yeah right lights. Yeah, absolutely I mean, it's not just some white light or it's it's yeah, everything it's something else that you really got to walk in there and see it because the offerings are unbelievable you, you think buddy the elf would be in there right, right? choreographed lighting and mm-hmm. sound going on you guys got some of that kind of stuff it's yeah it is a full immersive experience you'll get you'll get all of that yeah <laughs> we have santa come too don't we oh yeah santa, santa. Uh, i think we have even the live reindeer we have reindeer that's yeah. right yeah. Yeah. there's a petting zoo there and, yeah. yeah how about um wild. all the the urns and the the pots and you know i mean you guys extensive offerings of hey spring's coming i want to get my plantings my pots my urns right Mm -hmm. and then winter you guys have another array well the fall right the mums right um but we talk about how how did that evolve and you can either buy product to put it together or you can just buy it assembled right yeah we i think we 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 do offer both um so yeah if you want a, a certain look we'll design it for you and deliver the container completely finished which is incredible or if you want to design your own, uh, our container selection is vast. Some of the best ones, I think Crescent makes a mm-hmm. great uh, planter. And they're lightweight. They're poly, so they're very durable. Um, different sizes, different, different sizes. shapes, colors. Yeah. yeah. And then we also obviously have the glazed uh, planters as well, which are beautiful. Big ceramic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, uh, it's quite the business, right? And I know we've got some clients and people that... Uh, they've got the the window boxes and they pay people to come in and create this wonderful assembly. My favorite. Do you yeah. guys you guys offer that too? So if I walked in as you know Joe the consumer and I said, hey, I want you to actually come to my house and fill up my my window boxes. Do you guys do that? We don't have a service that does that, but that's actually okay. my side hustle. Yeah, yeah. There you go, Cindy the Cindy window Olson. box at. Uh, Call it's ever it's ever bloom. It's called Everbloom. Yeah. Just a little plug there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, hey, hey now, you, never now know. you know. Now, now you, you know. never know. Yeah, yeah. You need me to come to your planters? Sure. That's great. What else, uh, what else would I come to Gertens for? Uh, what else we can do? You know, one thing we um I like to do, especially on the contractor side, uh, is do product selections with homeowners. So mm-hmm. if you're a landscape contractor, uh, landscape architect working with a homeowner. Um, I always invite them in. We've got great displays. Um, we obviously have plants, but um, 
But on the hardscape side, it's kind of fun to be able to pick out your own concrete, pick out yeah. your stone, um, pair it together. Um, so we we offer that, right? If we know you're coming, I'll pull together a little vignette of what what the your patio and walls might look like. Yeah. Um, so I think that's something that it's contractors. Um, it's a good resource. They can use us. We, we see it uh, different intensity of a client, right? So we, they're like, no, just pick it out. We trust you. Sure. And then you get the client that's like, no, I want to go. I want to go shopping, right? Uh, let me go meet with Cindy at Curtains with you and let's mm-hmm. lay down the landscaping plan. Let's lay down plants. I want to feel, touch, see, yeah. want to see the tag. Mm-hmm. I want to make sure it's, you know, sun I got my own boulders. We've got, right. pe- yeah, yeah, we've literally got homeowners that like, I want that one. And Fun know. design build experience, right? right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I think that's great. And that's a service that you guys offer and you guys are obviously phenomenal at it. You've been doing it since, you know, 1920. So, um, John, what are, what are their offerings? What else are people missing with hardscapes at Curtains? Uh, we haven't really touched much on natural stone yet, I guess. Uh, mm-hmm. We do Let's work do uh, with some some vendors. Uh, Eden Stone out of Wisconsin uh, has been a vendor of ours for as long as I've been at Curtains. Um, very popular Chilton and Eden Stone for your 8-inch wall stones. Uh, flagstone, we have outcropping to match. Mm-hmm. Uh, lawn Lovers. edging. Mm-hmm. Uh, Valders is a, a branch of that as well, um, a paver, a very, very dense uh, paver that we are going to be stocking this year. Uh, they are putting together a package for us specifically. Um, so you guys see a void, a void somewhere in the marketplace and say, hey, here's a product that we can plug in there for, for yep. the consumer. Yep. Uh, we've had a great relationship with them for many, many years. And so this was kind of nice to collaborate with them on something that we were looking for our market specifically. Um, and credit to Cindy, she's the one that's kind of spearheaded that and was pounding on the table and said, that's we need great. something yeah. uh, that no one else has in this area. Right I think now. that speaks to uh, your staff, though, as well. Right. You guys have extremely good tenured staff. You guys don't have the you know, person that has no experience really working at curtains. You guys have a great training program for for you know young employees. But uh, the vast people that deal with, P, you know, service at Gertens is really strong and really talented and skilled. So mm-hmm. I think uh, that's one thing that I, I enjoy focusing on is because at, at the end of the day, some of these distributors sell the same product. Right. But yeah. um, but if you can go somewhere and get great service, that's what people ultimately want. I, I would say you walk into a retail location and, you know, you see some product and then you read the tag. Right. There's always a tag or description. And then you go over and you say, hey, I need some help. I'm I'm interested in this product. And they grab the tag and they read it to you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Right. Like, thank you. That's that's not what. Yeah, I, I just read that. I get I it. But you guys don't have that. You guys have vast knowledge and, and information behind the tag. Right. So yeah. to your point. Cindy. Well, and, and that's the thing, too. Like uh, John was speaking about Eden Valders, their partner of ours. Uh, we do quarry tours where we'll take landscape mm. contractors, designers to the quarry. You can physically see the boulders coming out of the quarry. The quarry's right in Wisconsin, so it's yeah. local, right? Fun. We, we play well with Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I mean, and just and then to to see the product go from boulder coming out of the earth to you know patio stone, right? I mean, that's I who wouldn't want to see that? That's pretty cool. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> Fun to see. Fun to and see. it's nice to have them see how long it takes to fab some of that stuff so you can maybe <laughs> explain why your lead times are. Yeah. Yeah, right. You know, it, it, it yeah. takes a long time to saw through yeah. the boulder. Yeah, yeah and, absolutely. And to get the right products, right? Like right. It's, it's a quality conversation. Like, yeah, if you want the cheap products that can, you can get readily available today, then, you know, you pay that price, right? right. But if right. you're looking for something that more substantial, mm-hmm. much more design centric mm-hmm. and uh, long lasting, the right product for your project, then sometimes you got to wait a little bit. But um, you guys have been great. Thanks for coming on. 
Uh, anything else, curtains wise? Any other magical stuff behind the Disney World curtain of yeah, curtains? Yeah. Uh, you know, I guess just uh, for shameless plug purposes, uh, if there's any contractors that are listening, we do have a, uh, an event on March 1st. Uh, down at Mystic Lake, where we kind of put on our own little curtains trade show. Trade show, education um, Education day, yeah. So there's yeah. Um, opportunities there to meet vendors, to meet curtain staff. Uh, there's some demos, a um, little bit of everything, kind of our own uh, smaller version of MNLA, if anybody's familiar. So um, ed- education platform plus vendors and yep. talking direct yep. to manufacturers and products, right? So product and education show. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and if anybody is interested in attending that, they could certainly just uh, email us at wholesaleatgertons.com and we can make sure that they get all the pertinent information. Wholesaleatgertons.com. That's it. John and Cindy will take care of you and direct you down to Mystic Lake so you can have a wonderful day of uh, learning about some education products so they can get better at what they do. Perfect. So I think that's great. Cindy Olson, thanks for coming on. Thanks, Todd. Uh, we'll see you throughout the year. And John, we'll see you. Carlson, we'll see you throughout the year as well. So Don't forget um, Caddyshack. Caddyshack. I got ten, it. Ten Tonight. bucks. Tonight. By Monday. Love it. So get to the Venmo. All righty. But uh, yeah, thanks again. Roof to curb with Gertens. Talking landscaping. Can't wait to get the summer going. Thanks for coming out. Thanks. Thanks, Ed. Thanks,